Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not The summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No, I don't care Headed my way For another place And I got Three good tires And a spare Right to the hook right here Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to keep there Low Budget live, not so live from the Low Budget Live Bar and Grill. Hope all you low lifers are doing well out there. And if you're like, "What's a low lifer?" because you just, you just, you just clicked this for the first time. That's what the fine listeners of this program refer to themselves as, the low lifers. Some of them like the new sound effects. Some of them don't. But I'm gonna hit you with that double air horn this morning. This is the podcast. For Monday, March the 14th. And we got a good one. We got a good one. Uh, hope all y'all are doing well out there. Whoo, double podcasting last week. Had the live, 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 live from Express Up and then did a little chat about the uh, Red Crest Bassmaster Classic. Some of y'all, man, y'all got y'all got turned up for that for sure. Turned out, turned up. I, I don't know. Whatever the kids say. I'll look it up on the Urban Dictionary later. My kids are cooler than I am, and they say they say some jazzy stuff, and I try to keep up, and it's and it's very hard. So, 
appreciate each and every one of you low lifers tuning in. And I, and I got a quick story for you. And you're like, uh, none of your stories are quick. That's true. So last week I mentioned that I was going up around the St. Louis area. I had to go uh, do some stuff for TH Marine at a, uh, a little conference. And this wasn't even part of the story, but I'm going to say this. The boat building industry has these have these shows and buying groups that different boat builders are a part of and and stuff and and uh, it was at like this really bad hotel. So to back up, you're coming off the high of the classic, right? Everything's good. I talked about that last week, and then you and then you turn around, and it's like back to reality, and you're at this really bad hotel. It was a really crappy conference. Uh, kind of deal, kind of set up. Real bad food. <laughs> uh, hotel lobby bars, you know, and that's just real life. That's that's the uh, that's the reality of of uh, my day to day. More times than not, surrounded by good people and uh, and good customers of mine had a good time. But like they had this fake casino set up in the lobby, and the, and we did that with like fake money. And it, we were like two miles down the road from a real casino, and it was just. I, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't think this is ever the, like the life that I signed up for. <laughs> they can't all be rock star days, man. They can't be. They can't be. Some sometimes even uh, I'm sure Led Zeppelin had bad days. I don't know. Uh, but but anyways, in up in that that St. Louis area, and I had a I had a guy reach out to me. It's just random, man, because I'm terrible about checking checking messages, and and I'm fortunate to get a lot. And sometimes I got a lot to weed through, you know, to get to get to messages, and and uh, just don't have a lot of time sometimes, some weeks. And for whatever reason, man, this popped up, and and uh, Dustin Burke, Hook and Needle TV, he is a uh, fishhead, bass fishing obsessed human being, like most of us, but he's also an incredible tattoo artist. And I've never seen Dustin really like comment on anything, but he, you know, and it didn't jump out to me. And, and he said, uh, "Man, I listen to I listen a ton, and I watch your videos." And and he, man, he knew everything from Lake Teresa to you know a lot of stuff I had going on. It was very cool. But he said, "Hey, if you get a chance, I would love to tattoo you or just talk about fishing. I'd love to meet you." And he kind of shoots his shot, right? And dude, I was so flattered over the fact that. And, and especially like he says, hey, you can check out my work here. And I look and this guy is amazing. Like people that are super creative and have have unbelievable talents just blow my mind. But Dustin is a very talented individual. Now I checked out his YouTube channels, Hook and Needle TV. So he shows some of his tattoo stuff. We even filmed him giving me a tattoo. It's on there. Go check it out. It's very cool. He did a time lapse of me getting the tattoo he gave me. And uh I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, man. I, I had, you know, meetings and different things, and I had all of a sudden this four-hour gap in the afternoon opened up. I shot him a message. I'm like, dude, I can do this if you can do it. It was his off day. He's like, meet me in 30 minutes. We go in. We meet. It's like known him forever. Fantastic human being. Really cool life story, how he got into fishing. And, and Dustin is not that atypical whatever that means, Looking bass fisherman, you know, the Bubba bass fisherman. He's got gauge earrings, covered in tats, amazing artwork all over, you know. And uh, and it's cool. And I actually, I, I asked him on the Instagram story, and some of y'all follow me there, you see that. Uh, 
what do you say when people just like stare at you throughout? And he's like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, don't judge. Because, you know, tattoos aren't for everybody. I, I've had them for many years. I don't, I don't have a ton. I got like six. But uh, it is interesting to me. I wear long sleeves a lot to work, especially. Like that was my deal. Kind of, You see me at shows. You see me wearing long sleeves a lot. I don't, I don't on here. But out of respect for people that might not like ink that much, I don't wear it, but it's funny when you, when, when I like, especially for years when I first got them, you'd be hanging out with customers in a, in a work setting. And then maybe they'd see me in a t-shirt or something fishing or whatever. And they'd be like, I didn't know you had tattoos. I'm like, did you look, do you look at me different now? Because it is, it's like the stigma, but man, it's, there's such a beauty to it. And there's such a, like all mine mean something to me. Very, very personal. I've not just gotten, you know, something just to get something. It's always something that I want to take with me. Um, and that was my thing. Like my first two are my boys' initials. And if so, they were always with me on the road. And I know that might sound cheesy or crazy, but like that was, I was traveling so much when Hudson was born. Uh, I wanted to do something like that. So he was my first one. And then I got one for Rider Man as well uh, down the road. And same guy did both of those. And then I got one after I got a divorce to kind of signify, you know, uh, what was going on there. And, and, uh, you know, and then I got one that's one of my favorite guitars and that and has all my, from the triple threat to all the kids, uh, all their initials. Instead of it saying Gibson, it has their initials. The guy uh, did a great job with it. And, uh, and so Dustin, he, he said, man, we got time for a small piece. And what do you think it? And I've got several ideas. I, I've been, been wanting to for a long time, but y'all know me and, uh, as Brandon Polinick, this beautiful butterfly he sent in right after mom passed. It's been three years. Uh, in October will be three years since mom died. And and uh, butterflies were her thing. I've talked about it on here. So many of you low-lifers send me pictures of butterflies and things. It's beautiful. And, of course, we always think about mom with butterflies. And I'd been wanting to do something. My brother had a, a nice piece done by a friend of ours here. And I just haven't found the time or I haven't found the right person or maybe – I've been avoiding it, maybe, because it's, um, I don't know, it's like it's a it's a thing of, I don't want to say closure, but I, I don't know. I, I've really, I've just been, I've just not done it. And, I, and I've talked about it a lot to the triple threat. I want to do this, and I've got, you know, I don't know, and I don't know what to do. And, and so when I met up with Dustin, I said, uh, he's like, well, what ideas you got, man? We got time for a small piece, and, and, uh, and I told him that, and he goes, I want to do that. And so Dustin did this amazing butterfly, and uh, and there's a Ryan Bingham song, Tell My Mother I Miss Her So, that I've loved for many, many years, and it's very personal to me. Even before Mom passed away, Mom and I, as you do with family members sometimes, we, we had a couple years there that were interesting in our relationship where we didn't see each other as much, didn't talk as much. And, uh, and, and so that song has always really spoke to me. And uh, it's about somebody traveling and, and kind of seeing the world and missing their mother. And I think Ryan Bingham's mother had passed away when he wrote it. But uh, but Dustin did this. I'm going to roll up the sleeve on this old hoodie. And I'm going to put this in the camera. Hopefully you can see that. It's uh, trying to see. Make sure you're seeing that. Amazing butterfly. Such detail. Took him, I mean, he just took his time and, and 
the detail, the the butterfly landing on the lyrics, tell my mother I miss her so. But right there, man, we got uh, we got Mama T uh, memorialized right there on the old skins. So huge thank you to Dustin for taking care of that. And um, and 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 man, that's I don't know. I just keep looking at it. It's and it's the same as the, with my boys. You know, there's not a day that goes by I don't think about mom, obviously, but uh, keeps it front and center. So. Huge thank you to Dustin. Make sure you're following Hook and Needle TV. If you're ever up that way and you like tattoos, they, they their shop is incredible that he works at. Twelve amazing artists. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna have. I've got something else I'm gonna have him work on. And uh, yeah, man, thank you to Dustin Burke. So very cool. This fishing world, man. I talked about it last week. I'm so grateful. There's a lot of noise in it, right? There's there's negativity at times and uh, last fall was one of those times for me with all the the you know Guggen BS and Rob Turkla insanity that that uh you know he calls for me there um and and from death threats you know it's crazy last year was a crazy year and I, I'll be honest like I was I've been really down on things at times in the last few months and like man I still don't know if I want to do this anymore honestly and um you know, meeting you guys at the Classic and then uh, guys like Dustin Burke, like that just, you know, there's a reason I do this. And so uh, thank you to Dustin. Um, really, really appreciate it. Thank you to the sponsors of the show. We're going to get them real quick, and then we're going to get our guest on. Uh, Startron, Starbright, kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, in that log splitter. Hopefully you won't be using that very much longer, but most importantly, in that outboard engine. Nothing ruins a great day on the water like an outboard engine that won't run. Kick ethanol in the teeth with StarTron. Don't be using an ethanol-free stuff. Don't be doing that. Shake your StarTron. Text our guest real fast. Bait Works, Springfield, Missouri. And guys... These folks are putting some stuff out, and I, I want to say, uh, you know, Randy Blockett, love him, hate him. There's, a, I know there are mixes that mix folks out there, but there's a, a stat I heard this week of how many of those jigs they sold of Randy's, and people buying that jig. A lot of y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all like him making meme pages, making fun of old Randy, and uh, who Randy put his money where his mouth is. I, I've seen some stuff; it's impressive, and that, and the, it's a really cool jig. I'm still waiting on mine. Hand tied rubber, uh, old school jig. I think they cost like nine ninety nine. A lot of people, man, it was like fodder on the internet. Mom's basement kind of stuff. It's an expensive jig. I won't, I won't lie, but uh, they can't keep up. Incredible, man. They're trying to get caught up on those orders. But uh, I actually talked to to uh, Drew there at Baitworks. who's telling me, and I was like, "What? We're working on some things, huh? You low lifers. I, I got some ideas. We we may be." You may be seeing some uh, some things. I'll put it. I'll put it that way. Some things that you might be able to cast at other things that swim around. Pretty soon, working on some things. Very exciting stuff. But you can use code Duncan ten at baitworks.com. Bait works wrxcom I just made a big order for my gross savant trip next week with the boys. And yes, I use my code because I'm that kind of fancy person. Uh, Use that code, get you a break. They're shipping and turnaround. If they got it in stock, man, it, it like, you get absolutely, like, your phone goes, 
and you get a text like immediately that your stuff shipped. It's it's impressive. So and I and I keep hearing that from you low lifers. I see y'all using the code. So thanks to them. Last but not least, hang the freaking banner, the Bassmaster Classic winning banner, Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Building excitement since 1966 there, the Herndon family. And it is just that, the Express Boats family. Jason Christie winning the Classic out of one. They got a lot of them blue trophies last year. But I'm I'm looking forward to getting down to Gros Savon in that X-21 next week and bouncing around. Um, catching some Louisiana bass with the boys down there standing on the sea deck. But if you get a chance to go riding one, go do it. If you see me at a boat ramp, slap me, not too hard, uh, and I'll take you for a ride. But I think if, you know, you get in one, you'll be like, what? It's it's an amazing, amazing vessel. Uh, High-performance aluminum bass boat, the original all-welded bass boat. Express Boats, the official boat of the Traveling Circus and Low Budget Live. Here we freaking go. This man just won the Bassmaster Freaking classic. Ladies and gentlemen, needs no introduction. The big Indian, as Wesley Strader says, Jason Christie. Hello. How are you, other than the fact that you're now Bassmaster Classic? Let's not even talk about that. How are how are you today, Jason? <laughs> I'm good. I uh I've kind of hit a wall a little bit. I think my voice my voice probably sounds like that, but uh <laughs> I don't know if it has to do with talking on the phone all week or uh, all that pine pollen out there on the water. It's one of the two. It's probably a combination of allergies and interviews, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world. I was go- I was going to say, uh, you're already, and for years, man, you don't have a lot lacking from the resume. Obviously, the big overwhelming story in bass fishing, for you, you had some close calls at the Classic, especially there, but... Uh, you're used to interviews, you're used to videos, but explain to the people at home, like, when you win that one, when the confetti drops, how much, how crazy does it get immediately compared to normal? Like a normal win. Yeah, I mean, normal is uh, not even remotely close to this. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I booked, I mean, this is how weird it is. I I booked an interview yesterday for October. I mean, that far out. It's... uh, and it's not like it's jam packed every day, uh, because obviously we got to compete and stuff. But uh, I mean, it's I've talked to. I mean, I think if they, you know, every single podcast and every single, uh, you know, media as far as related to bass fishing, and even not even bass fishing. I mean, saltwater fishing and and just boating. I mean, I, it's. Uh, it's crazy, and you know the first two or three days. Honestly, I don't even remember it for the <laughs> most part. Uh, it's starting to settle down a little bit now. Where uh, I mean, we got to go on with with life as far as uh, we're packing up now, getting ready to head to the next event. Um, but yeah, it's starting to it's starting to settle in a little bit. I think whenever I get home and get around you know, a lot of my family and kids and stuff like that. And, and just, you know, I, I can imagine just sitting in the recliner and looking up there. I think that, uh, it'll really, that that's usually when it happens, whenever you win, you, you know, you get home and that's whenever it, it really sets in. It, re- it really sinks in for you. And I, and I know, so 
for for those listening, I mean, these guys, their schedules are crazy. You've been gone uh, traveling the country for weeks now, haven't yeah. been back to the uh, old Oakey State at all, and you're still in South Carolina, correct? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, we've been gone since January, and it's just the way the schedule laid out and where it was at. It's just hard, you know. By the time we go back to Oklahoma, you really just go in, change clothes, and you got to turn around and leave again. So uh, we stayed here and. And uh, we chose to stay this week, even before the classic happens. And uh, I'm really glad we did, because I mean, I couldn't imagine going home and 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 trying to do the things that needed to be done this week, as far as you know, talking to people and uh, sponsors and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I am ready to go home though. We, <laughs> we uh, I know on the way, whenever we're done at Santee, I have a. A stop in Birmingham and a stop in Little Rock, uh, you know. But I, you know, I haven't seen my kids in a in a while, and and I'm ready to go to the house. Well, I I heard a little behind the scenes story that that the girls were trying to get there, yeah, and like flight wise and things, it just like didn't work out. And I, I know that they hated that man. I know they hated not being there to hug dad's neck on, in that moment. But I, yeah, I heard some behind the scenes stuff, obviously. And yeah. uh, I, I know, yeah. I, I know you're, I wish I could have been them. there because, you know, they, they experienced what happened in 18. I mean, mm-hmm. they felt the pain just like old dad did. And, you know, the first thing that we did when we went off the stage is we went back to, they call it the recovery room and, and uh, we FaceTimed them and yeah. You know, they're balling and and (laughs) stuff like that. But the thing that, you know, that I understand and people have to understand is, you know, they have lives, lives too. I mean, my oldest, she's in med school and it's not like she can just uh, take off for three days or two days and miss tests. And my youngest has got ball games. So it's, uh, you know, they have lives too, but I guarantee you they, they wanted to be here. All right, no doubt. you know, like I told them, though, I mean, you got kids. Your kids are with you no matter if they're with you. You know That's what I mean? That's right, man. That's right. And they know what you go through, and they pull for you harder than anybody. But it is funny, and I think we talked about this on Boats and Pros when we did that. I mean, you're a girl dad, not, and I'm, I'm fortunate I got one daughter, but uh, four mean boys as well. But as they get older – they do have their own lives. <laughs> That's what you – I'm realizing more my youngest is 11 now, and they don't – it don't matter what you – oh, you got the Bassmaster Classic? No, it's all right. I, I got I got stuff. I got stuff. Yeah. You know, and it is. It's the, the, like my boys are like, oh, cool, you had a great weekend at the Classic. Jason won. All right, well, I had I had a basketball game. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it is. That's how, yeah. that's how it goes, man. They don't – they yeah. don't uh, – they don't have time for us uh, as, yeah. as they grow. Yeah, I, call, I called my youngest uh, – Oh, I guess it was the first time that I actually talked to her after the classic. I mean, other than FaceTime, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She said, "I'm going to eat with my friends," and uh, she's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Well, I just want to visit a little bit." She's like, "All right, I'm gonna go eat. I'll alright you later." And I haven't talked to her since. So, uh, so all you dads yeah. out there listening to this, and you feel like you feel incompetent when your kids talk to you, you feel like in, insufficient, right? Uh, and everything that they they look at, we're, we're their heroes when you're little, and we're still. We're, I think we're always their heroes, but they make you feel like crap. So Bassmaster Classic champ Jason Christie gets the same treatment as the rest of us. <laughs> so you don't know, thank I've, the trophy. I've learned, though, and, and we've talked about this. You know, my oldest, um, 
you know, she, she was by my side until it was like 12. I mean, she went deer hunting, yep. fishing. I mean, if I went to the land work and she was with me and then, you know, it hurt my feelings whenever she started doing her own thing. And, and I'm like, all right, well, I, I have the next one, you know, I'll just, you know, she kind of, you know, then the other two were my buddy and it's so cool now because, uh, you know, the oldest, I think she's 23 now. And, you know, the last couple of years she's, you know, she's, she's done full circle. She's back. And, you know, I, I look forward to every day just visiting, to, visiting with her on the phone because I mean, she's a person, she's an adult she's and, an adult, uh, yeah. you know, she's right. They come back. I mean, so the people listening and if you have daughters, uh, they, they come back. I mean, there's just that 13 to 19 <laughs> years of age where you tend to kind of uh, lose them for a little bit. You go bit. on the back burner. Dad goes on the back burner. They're always daddy's girls, but you go on the back burner during that time frame for sure. We, right. we've, we've definitely experienced that. We're headed into Harper. She's she's fixing it. She turns 21. God help the world when that happens, and she's legal to drink. Uh, but she, you know, she's, she's her own person. She's about to graduate from, from school and it's, it's very cool to see, man. But I, uh, speaking of back behind the scenes stuff, I talked about this last week a little bit, but I got to experience something really I never have. And, and my wife, when I fished FLW would talk about, man, it kills me when I can't get updates or, or, or things happening out there. And I'm sitting in the booth with Shanna. Your uh, your lovely fiance, who I've known for a long time, and and worked together, and and I consider her a good friend, and and I'm watching her just truly about to fall off of a stool all day long. Like she was so sick and nervous, and and when we got there that morning, you only had like two fish, and she said he's had a lemon every morning. I mean, immediately she goes, he's had a lemon every morning by this time, and I said, just hey, hey, he's yeah. he's got it. Just it, things are changing. It's Jason freaking Christie. Calm down. I'm like, this is his, you know, and, and all day long. And I made the joke. I'm like, I don't know whether to hug your neck or just quit talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Because every yeah. time I would leave the booth to go do something, come back, she's like, you hear anything? I'm like, no, I'm not hearing anything. But seeing the emotion, man, like it, it really, it hit me so, I, I don't know, like I appreciated it so much. Like what our families go through, I guess, is what I'm getting at. No matter what you do in life. But on the biggest stage in bass fishing, watching her, who knows what you go through, who knows the struggles, who knows when you hurt, and knows the highs when you win, it was very cool to witness that man. And so you, uh, you definitely got a ride or die right there. She was, uh, she was, whew, she was toward three o'clock. She goes, I gotta walk around before I go to the weigh-in. I gotta get out of here. And she just left, and that was the last time I saw her. <laughs> yeah, that that's what made it special. Is uh you know, sponsors and, and family. I mean, it's easy for me. I have the easy job. I go fishing and, and I'm out there by myself and, and, you know, they have to sit on the sidelines and peek at bass track and things like that. <laughs> and, you know, I, uh, which may or may uh, not have been accurate, right. A little bit. I don't know. Right. Talk whenever about I, that. <laughs> whenever I checked in on the last day, I was, you know, I was driving, to the arena in Greenville and I hadn't talked to her. She didn't text me or nothing. And I started to text her cause I know that they're looking at bass track, of course. And, you know, bass track shows I'm behind a couple of times or a couple of pounds. And all I was going to text her was, Hey, it's going to be close. Okay. Cause I didn't think that I had won by any means. Uh, but I didn't want her to think that, 
hey, we didn't have a shot, you know, and I typed the text and, and I just, I couldn't send it because I didn't want to, uh, you know, it, what happened Sunday was special because, um, you know, Shanna said that she had talked to my mom and my mom told her, so, Hey, you know, he's probably not going to win. Stetson caught a big bag. You know, we need to be prepared for that. And wow. so she had kind of accepted, I think that we weren't going to win. And that's what, that's what made it special to see, you know, her reaction. I know I'm out there on the stage and they give me the trophy and confetti starts, uh, coming out of the sky and I get freaking form tackle. And I thought yeah. it was Prosnick. <laughs> like that's, that's how hard I was hitting the back. And I turned around and there's a little, you know, a little bitty Shanna there. That's that uh, ex volleyball player hit, coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She hit me from behind and, uh, but that's what made it special was just, you know, all of those people that, uh, there, I mean, you fish i have the easy job i mean she takes care of everything all i gotta do is catch a bass well at the pictures there were uh cody rubner from costa took a bunch of really great shots y'all and he sent them to me i sent them over to shanna and it was it was that he captured that immediate moment she got on stage and it was it was like the look of shock and awe and excitement it was really cool to see y'all in that moment man and and uh and and knowing what you've gone through in the classics and to, and to do it, man, you, you said something on boats and pros. I went back and watched it. Um, hadn't watched it in a while. It's one of my favorite episodes that we we've got to do so far, just because your, your story, you know, from, from fishing with your uncles and your dad and, and growing up and learning uh, everything that you became in fishing is this shallow power fisherman, jig fisherman, uh, Jason Christie's, the spinnerbait guru, all these things you, you learn from everybody you fish with, and it made you who you are. And I heard you mention that in, a, in an interview after the Classic as well. But uh, I, you said when you lost the Classic, this was something I asked you. I said, would you change anything? Because, of course, everybody's like, you should have picked up a spinning rod, right? We talked about that. Everybody's got ideas on how you should have won the last one that Jordan Lee won. And you said, no, I, I, I lost it my way. I was going to win it my way. I was going to lose it my way. Fast forward to this year, and you've put in an incredible amount of work with LiveScope and now have adopted that is a Jason Christie way as well, right? Like you you spend all winter doing that. Yeah. that even though people at first glance, like, that might not be what they associate you with, but you have really mastered that. Yeah, I mean, you just got to, I mean, I look at it this way. Every event that you go to, you have to do something that you feel like gives you a chance to win. And, you know, I don't remember what year it was. It was at St. Clair whenever I won with the old school pan optics. Yep. Uh, and I, every fish that I caught, I watched bite. And I used that a lot. And that I felt like then that gave me the best chance to win. And and it's like this time, you know, if. If somebody woke up right now and said Christie wins the classic on Hartwell, I guarantee they'd bet that I caught most of them on a spinnerbait, mm-hmm. you know, and and it just wasn't I just wasn't feeling it this time. I didn't feel like that would give me a chance to win just because so many people were messing around in that dirty water. And, you know, when I got here, I had a gut feeling that I needed to find something to complement the shallow water and and I spent some time out there and and uh no, it just, I mean, it just worked out. I, that's one of the things that I can't believe about the classic is how, I mean, I was able to win 
on what I had. I mean, I had a deep hole that I felt comfortable with. And then I just had a solid pattern that, you know, I could run around and fish docks. And, you know, the deal about the docks is I really felt like if I did it for three days, I could catch 15 to 17 every day. You know, and if I got a big bite, I would have 19. But I thought the potential to catch 22 to 25 was there. I, wow. I really thought that I could catch one giant bag wow. uh, one of those three days doing that. And it just never, you know, I just didn't get those bites that I thought I was going to get. Fortunately, I got enough bites to win. But, uh, yeah, you got to do what you feel. And, you know, there's so many people that, uh, you know, they – I'm just going to do it. I want to go to bed at night knowing that, that I tried to win, uh, my way. I mean, and that we've talked about that and, and other stuff, but, yeah. uh, and that may be spinnerbait and that may be frogging and that might be live scoping. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it my way. I mean, I've had a lot of people in my boat and I truly believe this when the going gets tough, which is a lot of days in professional bass fishing. When <laughs> yes. the going gets tough, you want to have something in your hand that you have a lot of confidence in. And and that happened this week. I mean, I got as much confidence in a jig as I do a spinnerbait. And, I mean, I got way a lot of confidence uh, in looking at them on live scope. I mean, uh, so, yeah, I did it my way. And, and uh, gosh dang, I'm glad it worked out this time. <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt about it, dude. So, old school versus new school – there's a lot of talk about that and you and you had a mixed approach right you had the new technology with the live scope and you're mixing it in something you've done probably four million times i'm guessing which is catching a bass on a jig off of a boat dock you're as good as anybody but where do you think as a veteran that we are headed as a sport because like the classic you look at everybody's got you know they got to go visit the chiropractor because they're looking at live scope you look at you know, hell, we go to events, St. John's River, they're looking at them on live scope. I fished the Toho Bassmaster Open. There's guys out there roaming around, looks like a carousel, looking at them on live scope. It is so strange to me that it plays almost everywhere now. Um, do, do you think that we will get to a point where they're gonna, people are going to have to be better with either their instinct or – casting ability and get back to the bank at some point because those fish are going to get educated. I mean, I remember whenever, uh, side, Im side imaging came out, mm -hmm. you know, um, side view, clear view, all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. Andy Morgan said it best. He's like, dude, I love it because all these guys are getting out there. They're idling and doing that. He goes, it, all it does is open up the bank. Mm -hmm. I think that there's going to be a time where, uh, the bank is, is open again. And, and it's not going to be as pestered as it has been in the past. But the thing is, is even up on the bank to, you know, if I'm, I mean, even when I was flipping those boat docks that was in two or three foot, you know, I had my eyes on that thing. Just, yeah. just, just looking I'm and, the same and way. it's not going away. And, you know, I look at it as, you know, that obviously there's some controversy over it. Uh, but it's kind of, you know, I thought about it last night. If you're paddling around in a canoe fishing and a trolling motor comes out, I mean, when when trolling motors come out, do you think dudes were like, "Oh man, no, nah, that I'm gonna I want to keep paddling"? No, they, <laughs> you know, you want to exactly. get a trolling motor so you can, and it's the same thing. It's 
you know, we've seen so many things come along in the industry, power poles, yes. uh, you know, side say. view, clear view. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things and obviously this has been, uh, a really big one so far, but I wouldn't be surprised to see something, you know, in the future that changes it again. And that's, I mean, it's, we're changing. Fishing is changing. And, yes, is. and you have two choices. You either get on the bus <laughs> or you don't get on the bus. Get ran over by the bus. Either way, there's guys that still compete not looking at it. Um, there's not very many of them, but there is some of them. And, and it can be done, but it's just changing. And, and you know, it's my dad. I take him fishing. And, and you know, he's as stubborn and as old school <laughs> as it can be. And I'm like, hey, get up here on the front of the boat yep. and look at them and quit casting around just hoping you get a bite. They're right there. Cast, yep. count down to three, and, <laughs> and reel jerk. that fish in. And, <laughs> and jerk, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just the way it is. I mean, and I, I uh, you know, I couldn't imagine. And but, but you know what? If they if they come to me next week and say, hey, we're we're not going to allow it, then I mean, that, that's that's the way it's going to be. I mean, the same the same guys are still going to. You know what I mean? I mean, they're it's, still going to catch not, them. Yes. Yeah. It, that's yeah. what I, I said. I had a, several people at the classic actually in the Garmin booth say, man, you know, I love all this stuff. I'd love to see an old school tournament, blah, 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 and see who comes out on top. And I said, same guys. Yeah. And, bring it on. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, and it's, it's true. You have to do, like I said, you got to do what you got to do. And, and, uh, you know, I have embraced, I have embraced it as it changed the way I fish. Yeah. But it hasn't, I don't stare at it all day, every day. I mean, it helps me, uh, you know, and I, more so than looking at fish or my bait, you know, I see brush piles yes. and ditches and points say. and stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's here to stay. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm so glad that, that, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time, even crappie fishing, you know, crappie fish is not going out and just catching dinner. I, you know, whenever I'm catching crappie, but I'm actually practicing, you know, looking at them and stuff like that for elite events. So, yeah, it's all it's all fun and games. Well, and I, I think that it's just a tool. Alabama rig was a tool. Everybody freaked out over, right? I mean, it, it, it's no different than the technology that goes into building your spinnerbait, right? I mean, they're, they're all high-quality components. You've got different things. People really want to focus on that, On the, you know, the there are naysayers of it, but it's just – it's. It is. It's here to stay. We got to embrace it. And, uh, you know, it's just, I, I think it's very interesting what it's taught us, you know, where bass live more times than not, right? They're out there. They are out there in the abyss more than we realize, I think. And, uh, it's, it's really cool. But I think for a guy like you, for, for me, the story of the classic, not only redemption, but mixing the new school and old school was really cool for me. So I, I had to ask you that. Cause I thought that that was just yeah. was really, really neat because like you said, people see Jason Christie. Oh, he's spinnerbaiting for sure. He's throwing a jig, yeah. he's chatterbaiting, whatever, but really cool. Uh, one, two, two, two more things. I'm going to let you go, man. I really, I know you're running crazy. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, why Hartwell? Why do you click with that lake? so well you've got so much success there i don't know i think uh you know in a way it kind of sets up like some of the ozark lakes i mean okay uh i think one of the things is just big i mean you can get on a pattern you know like the last day i fished 
docks that I didn't even, I have never seen before. I was literally running down the bank and looking for docks that had walkways that touched the bank. And I'd pull over and, and never been in this pocket before and, and be able to catch them. I think that's one of the things, but you know, over the years we travel around and there's just some lakes that you feel comfortable with. And, and that's the way it is here. And, and it's not just the lake. I mean, I have a great place to stay. I mean, it's like home. I have a friend here who has a house. I keep my boat in the garage. I mean, it's just, I know where the gas stations are. I know how, how long it takes to get in the check-in. It's just, um, it's almost, it's you know, I feel like I've fished here 50 times. And, and you know, I think I, my first trip was in 11, but I don't know. It's just a comfort um, it's kind of, I think I said it on another interview. It's kind of like going to grandma's house. You know where the cookies are and you know where the milk is. And <laughs> yeah. you know that if you know that if you don't do something wrong, grandma's going to pinch you on the ear. So it's just, uh, <laughs> just feels like grandma's house to me. That's awesome. And man. the people, dude, the people here are so nice. I mean, and I, you know, you hear that when we go out, but this place, like I rolled up on a dock the last day and it's a two story dock. You know, and I roll, I'm 50 yards back. I shut down and I'm easing up there trying to sneak up on these fish. And well, my gallery shuts down. Well, I look up and there's no boy on the second story up there. And about the time I see him, he's reading the paper, drinking coffee, and he's rocking like he's riding a roller coaster. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, I don't care. He goes, just catch that fish, you know, catch him, get him. I want to see you catch him, you know, like that. And, and most people are not most people, but sometimes you might take a butt chewing on something. Oh, like I know that, doubt. You know? And, yeah. And, uh, and that happened all over the lake. And I mean, I went out to eat a couple nights ago. Somebody randomly bought my dinner. They're just, uh, they're just super nice. That's a here. good part of the world. I always said that about the Lake Murray area also out there. Like there's just a lot of, it always felt like home to me going. And I love Hartwell. Hartwell's one of my favorite places I've ever got to fish. Uh, fished a couple tournaments there. It's, it's an amazing place, but uh, couldn't have worked out any better for you, dude. And so last but not least, there's this video going around the internet about you and uh, from the one and only W. <laughs> and he says, you, he said, man, I figured it out. Jason Christie, uh, dude, he, he lets green cedar bushes, he lights them on fire. Is, is there any truth to that? <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, he's a he's a funny dude, and and whenever he asked me that question one day, you know, he's Wesley's always joking, but sometimes he's serious. Oh, man. I know that. And, and, and y'all fish yeah, similar I mean, that, styles. That right? has a little bit to do with maybe a maybe some Indian heritage, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, when I told him that, and then I, dude, I laughed when I saw that on uh, social media. Oh, I laughed laugh. because. I honestly could see him doing it. I mean, <laughs> professional fishermen are kind of like golfers or basketball players. Yes. You kind of get in a rut, and you will do anything that you can to get out of it. And I could just picture in my mind, of course, he's got clothes on. I could picture in my mind him <laughs> dancing over a fire in cedar smoke. So Probably wearing them bright uh, green britches that he wears. Hey, he made the top ten at Smith the week he won the Classics. I'm just saying he must have found him some cedar somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that he caught him some fish, so yeah, maybe yeah, he, yeah maybe he needs to uh, keep doing that, and he'll get him a W. Oh man, so funny, man! 
All right, Jason, I really appreciate you, dude. Good luck at Santee. That's probably going to be a lot of fun, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. I, I hear y'all got some interesting weather coming, but I, I think that uh, that'll probably be one of them old big weight tournaments. It should be fun. And uh, I appreciate it, dude. Y'all be safe on the road. Congrats again. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Jason Christie right there, Bassmaster Classic champion. That guy is, uh, man, he's the intimidator. A bass fishing. He's Dale Earnhardt, man. He is. Uh, he's. He is. He, he's something, man. When I'm around Jason, I, I turn into this immediate just fanboy, and I've known him, you know, for years now, and and uh, just a really good dude. But you can soak up so much from what he tells you if he drops some nuggets, and he and he does, and he and he did right there. So I'm I'm grateful that he was able to uh, to join us there. A little bit of low budget. And I know he's been doing every podcast under the sun and getting chased down for interviews, but I, I appreciate him taking the time. Wanted to make sure that I had him on just because of the immense amount of respect I've got for him. And I'm so proud that he that he was able to uh, pull off that classic win, especially on Hartwell. And, uh, again, congrats to him, his uh, amazing kiddos, his mom and dad, and, of course, fiance Shanna, who uh, – Good buddy and and uh, great people right there, Jason Christie. All right, appreciate each and every one of y'all tuning in every week, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, there through the Waypoint Collective. I, I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate you watching on YouTube. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, some of y'all have reached out about the hats. I'm I'm getting them up online. I'm working on that right now. I don't have a ton of them in stock, but I, I'm going to have them up there hopefully within the next couple of weeks, guys. I'm just – I'm running all over the place. Uh, this week coming up, going down to Gros Savon, that's like four or five weeks that I've been on a trip. I, Marissa and I were talking last night. As a matter of fact, I have put like 6,000 miles on my truck in the last like two and a half weeks or something. Like I'm just – I'm all over the place. So uh, took a while to get them. And I'm going to get them up, and I appreciate the uh, y'all reaching out about them. But very cool. Got Traveling Circus and LBL, and we'll, we'll get those uh, up, and I'll let you know where you, can, where you can find those. And I appreciate the support more than you'll ever, ever realize. All right, going to take you out with some Biloxi Blues. Like always, be sure to hug your mama. And I will see y'all next week. Too below. I never could make it last. Spanish moss or Civil War ghosts Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care, no and a spare Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there